0: nutrition heretic Facebook live Q&A okay well uh, welcome to the live broadcast of the nutrition heretic Uh, it's it's the live Q&A that I promised everybody and I did it before and I screwed it up and now I'm trying to make amends by making it much better than it was previously so, uh, with that said, I just wanted to welcome you. And, uh, I'm going to be doing these every Thursday, preferably at 10 a.m. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm redoing this. So it's going out a little bit later. Uh, cause I really wasn't happy with the original one. So, uh, yeah, let's get, uh, started with this. Uh, before, let's see. I got some images here. Okay, so I wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. And I wanted to thank you for being here. I also wanted to thank you for those of you who have uh, purchased my books for purchasing my books and for following me, listening to the podcast, uh, asking questions, uh, being part of my inner circle. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, in case you didn't know, my book, 50 Ways to Eat Cock, hit the top 100 in all of Amazon books, and I'm really stoked about that. So going into the new year is looking way better than uh, most of last year looked. Uh, let's hope that we all keep on the upswing because I think everybody can agree that 2016 kind of sucked in a lot of We lost a lot of good people. So with that said, uh, let's get into it. Um, We're having a giveaway to celebrate being in the top 100. And uh, that means um, that uh, I'm giving away these lovely books uh, to anyone who, uh, well, not anyone, but to the person who wins the giveaway. Uh, all you have to do is go to nutritionheretic.com forward slash giveaway, and you will be presented with a form to get entered. And even better, if you share it with your friends, you'll get more points and if I understand correctly, the way that we set it up, you will get an extra point, even if your friends just visit the page, but then you'll get three points if they actually sign up as well. So share, 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 share. This ends on Monday. Uh, make sure that you um, are on there and whoever is the winner gets a very special bonus uh, from me. It's something that's not available anywhere but on Hawaii Island. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you're going you're, you're, you're to get it. And you're going to be surprised and you're going to love it. Even if you don't actually love the product, you're going to love the idea of it. <laughs> so let's just move right along. So the first question that we have for this week is, what is the first dietary change that you recommend? And that's from Glad, and I'm going to tell you that uh, there's no one recommendation, uh, but there, you know, there's very similar things that we that we want to do. Obviously, you know, it depends on where the person's coming from. So, for example, I have some people who. For whom a cranberry muffin is getting their fruit in for the day, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't really want to go. You know, that person's going to have a much bigger learning curve, um, a much, um, much more stuff to do to get on the real food train, uh, and to get on the you know less carbs train as well uh, because we know that a dietary carbohydrate is not really necessary for the human body to function. I'm not saying that you should give them up completely, meaning, you know, fruits and vegetables and all that as well. However, it, it, you know, compared to the animal products, which is what our bodies thrive on, um, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they do have their place, but Uh, you're going to get much more bang for your buck from animal foods. So, you know, the one dietary change where I think it's most crucial is with the fats, because um, most of the fats that people are consuming are synthetic, even when they think they are doing the right thing. You know, you go to Whole Foods and every other product, even their roasted chicken, at least at one point, had canola oil which is a gm product it's a it's a genetically engineered product uh not uh something that would be found in nature and in fact is is um my understanding is tank fuel in much of the world uh so you know we really don't want to perpetuate that and i think the the most important place to start is with your fats for most people um now if somebody's also well if somebody's having digestive issues, I would probably not start with the fats. So if you're having, you know, whether it is uh, kind of the, um, you know, autism or dyslexia, dyspraxia, you know, these different types of um, mental psychological disorders, I would recommend to start with something like broth. You know, that was, that would be something that I would say, maybe it's not a change, but it's an introduction of something. And uh, particularly in the beginning to have that outweigh even um, your consumption of other foods, because uh, one of the things that uh, your bone broths and your meat stocks do is they uh start to signal the stomach to digest, to start releasing acid. And this is really important if somebody uh, is a, what I like to call a recovering vegetarian or vegan, uh, you know, and they're trying to get their their digestion back on track, I would say to start with the bone broths. Uh, and obviously, you know, the dietary fats in that case run a very, very close second. I mean, it's really hard to say that there's just one thing that needs to be changed. But, it, you know, if we had to choose, um, you know, again, depending on what it is, I would say it would either be with the meat stock bone broth or with the dietary fats. So I hope that helps you. Glad let me know if it doesn't. You're in the Facebook group. But I know for a fact that you eat quite well and probably don't have uh, the same challenges that others do. So. The what is the best fastest way to repair gut health that comes from Ingrid, also in the uh, nutrition heretics inner circle. Uh, she, let's see, it really goes back to the to the answer that I gave to Glad. It's uh, very similar. You know, if we're looking at gut health, we want to uh, improve digestion, right? So that in, that involves getting the stomach to release adequate amounts of acid. Uh, it also uh, means that we want to plug up any holes, if there are any, which is, is you know, leaky gut is increasingly common in today's world. So I would say that you would, uh, again, want to start with your meat stocks and your bone broths. Um, meat stocks are, are generally better for people who are really, really in serious health problems, you know, better place to start. Uh, and then- and that's basically it's the it's very similar to a bone broth except you're doing uh, more of the the actual meats you know you're you're making a uh, stock with there is some bone in there but you know like a whole chicken for example or a pork foot or necks of animals or tails you know those those kind of like bony and and meaty. Um, uh, parts of the animal as well, the ones with lots of cartilage. And that's the other thing is that you want to get all of those like, you know, sinewy cartilagey, um, gelatinous bits, the skin and, you know, like uh, pork skin is incredibly healing for the gut. Um, and you know, you want to, um, plug that up. And so that's what we're looking at as the, um, you know, that's, that's the type of thing that we're actually looking at. So um you want to make sure that you're you're just constantly replenishing and feeding the gut. Now um other things that you have to take into consideration are that you have to um like if you have allergies for example, you want to make sure that the that you're removing those allergens. You want to get those th- those out of your gut until you have had a chance to heal it because it's just constantly it's sort of like you know having a cut and not putting the band-aid on long enough uh for it to uh produce a scab let's say uh you don't want to keep reintroducing these foods that you're allergic to i'm not saying that it couldn't you couldn't still get healing but it's just gonna be a lot longer and a lot tougher road Uh, So uh, you might remember that I did an episode with Stacey Shepard, who is a GAPS practitioner. Um, That is actually one of the better diets. And and one of the reasons why I love it so much is because the people who do it eventually get off of it. You know, many of, for example, people who are gluten intolerant, um, you know, they have allergies to God knows what, you know, when I say allergies, obviously I mean sensitivities and um, intolerances as well. Uh, But they, what ends up happening is they just keep cutting out thing after thing after thing. So, you know, today it's gluten intolerance next month or, you know, year it's the, the dairy goes out the window. And then after a while, the eggs go out the window and the rice goes out the window and they just keep going until they're, you know, pared down to you know, cucumbers and chicken. So you you don't want that. So repairing the gut health, you know, making sure that you're getting adequate fats and actually uh, Dr. Natasha, who kind of structured, let's say, not so much invented the gaps diet. She, uh, she will tell you that the fats, the people who eat the most fats when they're doing all these these bone and bone broths and meat stocks, uh, they are the ones who will heal the fastest. So you know, if, if that I hope that answers your question as well. The next person, Jennifer N, is asking about weight loss. And I did not hear back from her exactly what about weight loss she wanted to know. So uh, I'm going to tell you what that brings up for me, which is that uh, weight loss should not involve starvation. Uh, you may remember the episode of, of the podcast with Julia Ross, and she talks about having... Um, what is she talk about? She talks about the fact that the people on the biggest loser, that TV show on NBC, uh, they all, except for maybe one or two, have gained back the weight. Um, starvation does not work. Um, uh, and see, this is, this is a big problem in America. Uh, we look at weight loss as a singular entity, and we also consider that anybody who's overweight is a glutton. That is not always the case. Yes, there are some who are, but we know that two thirds of our population is overweight and obese, or obese. Uh, so, you know, clearly there's there's more to that. Like, if, if a diet, let's say, makes you feel like you're starving, there's something wrong with that diet. You are starving uh, on some level. Um, weight loss, you know, if you read Frenching your food, I talk a lot about the the effect of adrenal health on weight loss. And you want to make sure that you're getting adequate rest, that your body is able to um, let go. Because think of it this way: your metabolism is quite literally, you know, we when we say it's burning, it's because you know we want to induce heat to to sorry, or we want to apply heat. Let's say to induce weight loss. This is one of the reasons why people go towards exercise because you raise the body temperature but what we don't realize is that a, that at its core What we're doing with exercise is we're taking in more oxygen. This is one of the reasons why more gentle exercises like yoga or isometrics works really well. Uh, We don't have to push ourselves when it comes to that, but we have to make sure that we're getting adequate oxygen. And uh, I read a book some years ago, and actually Tony Robbins has talked about this over the years. Where um, if you line up people from skinniest to fattest, you'll find that the people who are heaviest are usually gasping for air. Um, They very tend to be very very shallow breathers, whereas the, the thinnest person takes these big, deep belly breaths, uh, and so really getting enough oxygen in. Uh, obviously, again, just like with the other um, question from Glad, you want to make sure that your food is actually food. You know, there's people are starting at different places. You know, if you're eating uh, literally just processed stuff, you know, McDonald's, whatever crap comes in a box. Uh, chances are you will lose a certain amount of weight just by cutting your calories. Uh, but remember you're now you're starving on a cellular level as well. You want foods that are going to satisfy your body. Uh, some people gain weight as I experienced myself as trauma. I had, I was in a car accident and I gained 20 pounds of water, literally of water in two weeks. All I did was drink water during that time and my body packed on 20 pounds. I had no appetite. My my digestion completely you know was shot. Uh, This is a totally different uh, uh, area to look at when when it comes to weight loss. Some people lose their digestive capacity, and actually, I've found out since then that car accidents uh, do often lead to weight gain in a lot of people. So. Um, if, uh, that pertains to you, you may want to look at ways of calming your body and re- reassuring your body that it's safe. And then the adrenals can relax. You can start digesting your food again. You know, your stomach will start to release acid again because it's not preserving that kind of, uh, housekeeping, uh, function for the flight mode you know uh you your body wants to uh, you know kind of bring bring itself back to homeostasis so uh you know that's one area to look at if trauma is the reason why you are experiencing weight gain if you're having if you're eating a lot of junk food you may just find going to real food like we talked about the bone broths and the and the um uh the you know meat stocks the animal fats um, and when i say animal fats i'm talking about the range of animal fats everything from from um, you know, your fish oils to your butter and lard and tallow, um, as long as they're not hydrogenated or gone through any industrialized processes, these are the fats that your body wants. That's what the intestines work on. So we talked about digestive health. The intestines work on that. The brain works on that. Um, and then we also know that there's the gut-brain connection. It makes sense now, right? So, um, you know, but with weight loss, it could be coming from so many places. So if you want me to expand on that, Jennifer, please let me know for next time. I'll be here next week and I can answer your questions then uh, more specifically. And, uh, finally, I wanted to remind all of you that, uh, you can catch us at uh, nutritionheretic.com slash podcast. And, uh, you can look at our I- archive from the last year. We're moving into a seasonal format. So in the next uh, few weeks, uh, you know, you'll be getting a brand new podcast coming out. In the meantime, get caught up on the ones that you haven't uh, been able to see. We've or listen to, uh, we've covered, gosh, we've covered quite, quite an array of things, uh, from weight loss and autism through f- Natural farming and, uh, Parkinson's, all kinds of, you know, uh, things that interface, you know, what farmers do, how farmers make money, um, why the price of food maybe had to go up, uh, how you can get, uh, your produce organically for a fraction of the cost that it would, um, uh, cost you, uh, at a place like Whole Foods or your, lo- even your local, I hate to, I'm not trying to put your local uh, health food store out of business, but uh, you know there's there's ways of doing this. So if um, you know budget is an issue, we're going into all kinds of things like that, and we have uh, on deck uh, several really great uh, guests coming up talking about everything from raw milk to foraging. So, uh, let me know what you'd like to see on the, or hear on the podcast, uh, what you'd like to see on these Q and A's in the upcoming weeks. I'm going to be doing these, like I said, every Thursday around the same time. And I look forward to seeing you. I'm out for the day.